Brothers and sisters, it's time for Angel Repair Juice. Greetings and welcome to another edition of Angel Repair Juice. What's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? What's your name? My name's Henry, but I sound like Jerry Seinfeld. He sounds like, hey, that's what that's all about. It's a show about nothing. (laughs) Except that maybe maybe our show is about something. Who knows? Angel Repair Juice might be about something. We'll have to ask ask, uh, Bill Shatner about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what he's got to say about that. So you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. Very quickly, what it is is it's a, it is the anime program from Lutheran perspective. That's as close to the niche. What did we say last time? We said uh, praise we said, the niche. Yeah, praise the, the niche. niche. Is good. The, niche the niche is life. life. The niche is life. That's exactly right. So that's 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 how that thing goes. And if you would like to, you can get in touch with us by uh, contacting us at. Angel Repair Juice PC, that's PC for podcast. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail.com. That's the name of the program, the name of the email address to get in touch with us there. And we've got, uh, you know, Henry, you've been busy. What have you been up to? I, um, I have been busy, Matthew. Yeah, you were crazy uh, busy this week. I have been doing all kinds of awesome stuff that... It's, Are you going to tell us about any of it? Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, it's let's not put the uh, carriage before the horse here. Not oh okay. Uh, yeah. uh-huh, it's, all, uh-huh. it's all in good time. All in good time. All in good time. Okay. So what do you want to do? You want to go on to, straight into the news or what? Well, um, yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Why yeah, not? Okay. Okay, so then why don't we just do this thing that uh, I don't know, I don't know if we call it the anime news roll or whatever. Let's go ahead and do it. Now, in no real particular order, but I named, I numbered them. This is the number five story box office for the North American release of Dragon Ball Z, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Uh, indicate that it's a huge success, opening in 894 theaters, that, that rather than you know the 1,200, 1,400, 5, 1,500 theaters that some of them get, 894 theaters, and taking in a two-day total of three million five hundred and twenty-one thousand two hundred and six dollars. That's a two-day total in just that many theaters. You know, incredible as that sounds. Last week's release of J- in Japan of the live-action Attack on Titan blew away the competition with six hundred million yen. That's four point eight million dollars if you're going to count it that way. And in that opening weekend, and Funimation plans to release Resurrection F in U in the U.S. and actually, which released Resurrection F in the U.S. If I could just learn to read, I'd be in do- doing good shape. And they plan to do the same in November for Attack on Titan. Number four story: Gaming and miniatures manufacturer Jasco Games has announced that it acquired the licenses to both Dragon Ball Z and Cowboy Bebop the creation of new miniature games and board games based around the respective characters and universes found in both properties. The company has also confirmed that the Cowboy Bebop license also includes the future development 
of a collectible card game using the company's universal fighting system, which combines licensed characters and card game mechanics. Prior licenses for the UFS CCG includes Capcom's Mega Man and Dark Stalkers. Now, I'm not going to say that I have a Wii U just for this game, but uh, it's been confirmed by various sources in Japan that the popular game Splatoon will soon feature it, what's considered to be the dream add-on, Ikamusume, known in the U.S. as Squid Girl. Uh, the gameplay of the popular Nintendo Wii U game consists of splattering your opponents with ink and using that same ink to claim your turf, your own turf, and uh, the addition of Ikamusume to that game seems like a would be a given because she's a squid after all the downloadable content will be released sometime this month and that's the month of august if you're listening to this later on and you're going how did i miss that uh, for the number two story <laughs> con <Kole, laughs> short for Kantai collection a game turned anime that features battleships personified as moe characters is getting a movie feature the game features moe anthropomorphisms of world war ii naval ships they got it started as an online browser game. But it has morphed into a larger franchise with one anime season in the can. An upcoming movie in 2016 with much more anime to come. And what <laughs> this is actually crazy. Call it the number one story if you want to. It got quite a bit of play, apparently. According to Anime News Network and several other sources, the Attack on Titan Junior High parody manga is getting its own anime adaptation, and it's coming out in October in Japan. And that's, uh, now that's Saki Nakagawa's uh, youth-targeted Attack on Titan Junior High spinoff manga series. You can look that up. And that parody draws... Yeah, yeah, well... (laughs) That's what they say, you know. Yeah, they, um, yeah and, I, I understand. And, and, the, and it, you know, it draws its inf- inspiration from what? Attack on Titan, the manga, actually. But here's why it's kind of interesting to, how it's come together. Kill La Kill episode director Yoshihida Ibata is directing the show. And a whole bunch of other people that are involved over there at the, at the place where they made Kill La Kill are, are involved in that as well. And... You know that seems like it's a big deal, and here's the the what how it's going to be interesting for them is everybody that voiced their respective characters for the Attack on Titan manga, or not for the manga, but for the anime in Japan, are reprising their roles for <laughs> for this. So that means whenever it comes over, I think it was Funimation that got the the got the anime. Maybe what that means is they'll dub it with everybody that dubbed it for Attack on Titan. So there you go. Let's call it that. The news roll. Yeah, you see, that's why I like to power through these things. There, you know, earlier I was telling you that I was having a frustrated day, but you know, what you have to do is you have to work through it. And, yeah. And I'm glad I did because, although you know, a couple of these that Splatoon thing, I've been waiting for that for a while to see if that was going to be on its way. You know, there are ways to be able to get a hold of this stuff, even if though, even though they say that it's in Japan only right now. That's okay. You know, there's, give, give it time. Yeah, just give it time. It'll be over here. If you've got a Wii U, say to yourself, oh, finally, Ikamusume, Squid Girl. You know, it's funny because they, they, they translate that Squid Girl because they don't know what else to do with it. But Ikamusume, although Ika is squid, Musume is daughter. Mm. So... You 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 figure out what you do what you what you would do with that, otherwise. Now I hear 
But one of the things that you've been doing whenever we're supposed to be doing research for Angel Repair Juice, you've been watching Seinfeld. Um, Henry, what's up? um, Well, (laughs) for the last three, three, three weeks, yeah, three weeks, I've been binge watching Seinfeld like nobody's business. Now, how have you been doing that? Have you been doing it on... With a DVD set, or you've been doing it, uh, yeah. A stream, you, you're still doing DVDs, okay? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm a, I'm a DVD man. Um, I'm pretty sure I've watched every single episode. I'm pretty sure. You are. Um, I've just. Are we going to have to stage know. an intervention here? Um, you know, you know, Henry. We all love you. All of us here do, and this is a safe space where we are right now. But but we're here to help you with this, with with your Seinfeld addiction. Serenity now! <laughs> Serenity now! <laughs> do you feel better? Yeah. And, and how is that working out for you? <laughs> Serenity now! <laughs> Oh, but, but hey, 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 on the plus side, I, I've uh, discovered the most magical thing of all. What? That George Costanza <laughs> is is basically the Krillin of Seinfeld. Oh, yeah? Bald, <laughs> short. <laughs> um, bald. Um Kind of weak and sniveling. Um, I don't think Krillin's Jewish. But. I don't know. Maybe you better look that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dear Angel Repair Juice listeners, Henry needs to do more research before he starts making claims about the, the ethnic, religious. Um, Whatever of characters on various animes and television shows. Okay. So, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, so, but I mean, does that on. basically make what? With, okay. Krillin, does he celebrate Festivus for the rest of us? <laughs> does Krillin celebrate Festivus for the rest of us? Let's see about Then maybe that. you wouldn't have to do your research because that would make it plain, wouldn't it? <laughs> Now that see now that's very interesting. Um, <laughs> All I, right, I'm gonna have to. But, but I mean, now but you'll have this. to do some research. <laughs> but 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 think, but think about this: if George Costanza is Krillin, does that basically make Seinfeld an anime? Well, I think the answer to that is it is if you wear colored glasses and squint real hard. And I mean real hard. See, this is why Your we have to stage this intervention, Henry. Uh-oh. I mean, understand that this is this right here with all of your Angel Repair Juice family. This is a safe space. We're here for you. Serenity <laughs> We're here oh, for man. you. <laughs> all right. Okay, paging Joel Osteen. <laughs> Oh no, please. <laughs> That's who you sounded Who like knows that. what an if well I was trying to do it like Dr. Phil, but I'm not good oh. at Dr. Phil. It does. <laughs> it's it sounds too much like Joel Osteen. You're right. 
Okay, but but, uh, that aside, you did get to do what we talked about last week. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, you did. So you're going to have to tell us about that because I didn't get to do that. Oh, well, it's not too late for you. Well, I know it's not too late, but, you know. But by, by the time this gets released, it'll be too late for you. Oh, well, possibly. <laughs> these things happen. Well, possibly. That's the thing. Oh. This is Florida. You never okay. know how never this mind. is going to work out. Um, so, yes. Uh, can I get a drum roll, Matthew? Is, is it, can, can, you, can you work on a drum roll? I feel... That's the best yeah, I can so do. <laughs> th- that'll suffice. That... <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I, Henry Volk, your dedicated and loyal... Angel Repair Juice host. Sacrificed. Sacrificed. $25. Well, it was more than 25 because I had to get gas. and but, but basically $25 to go review Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. And? It was good. Oh, you liked it? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Um it's let me tell you, Matthew. Seeing this thing in theaters made it so much better. See, because first you have the movie, yeah, and then you have the show. Okay. Okay. So, um, well, see, this thing is. I have so many bones to pick with Funimation for the way they release this thing, and granted, I know nothing about the you know, the, the contracts and the deals that they have with, uh, the various, um, movie theaters that, that are willing to host this movie. But I, I feel like they could have done so much more. Um, even if they had it on this limited was it, it's like an eight day release, uh, over it's like an eight day release over two weeks or something like that. Yeah. And from, from what I understand every day that it shows, it only has one showing. They yeah, could have done that's, so much more. I've I've heard and, that from uh, just other like we, people. Yeah. yeah, indicated in the news roll there. I mean, it, they're making money on this thing. I mean, if at the very least, they could have had multiple showings for the days that they did screen it. And uh, well, actually, there was a guy in the group on the Facebook group um, uh, who was talking about this. How he went to the uh, the theater closest to him to go see it, and they were sold out. So the, the the opening day, I went down, and me and my brother and um, this girl I'm seeing, and we get there at 7, I'm all pumped, I, I don't have any Dragon Ball Z t-shirts, but I'm wearing my Attack on Titan t-shirt, and I, and I go up, and the girl's like, we sold out like a long time ago. Um, uh, so I guess whenever they originally like released this, the um, the movie theater branch that I went to, she said, we've been sold out like since you know, the day we first released this. So I was like super bummed. And so we went and ate Chinese and we came back and watched pixels again. And, uh, on a side note, I am so in love with pixels. It's okay. That's where we got to stage the intervention. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, man. See the first time I watched it, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, but I thought some of it was just maybe a little too cheesy, a little too corny. Some of the dialogue was pretty lame. Granted that that was the point. But the second time, it was so much better. I, I can't even explain it. And I just want to see it again. I can't, I can't wait for the DVD release of Pixels. 
That's that's all I'm going to say about that. So we, we went and saw Pixels, and I uh, they were showing it again the next day. So so I called them, and um, they're like, "Well, we can't reserve you any tickets for tonight because we're basically all sold out." So I'm like, "Well, th- there's no way I'm going to be able to get here at you know a seven and actually expect to get a seat." Um, so that day, I ordered tickets for Saturday, and I mean that was like three or four days ahead, and they were already um, at least a third sold out. So I saw it yesterday, Saturday, and it was sold out again um, when I went to see it. Stuff theater, then, huh? Yeah, it's. Um, I just don't know why they why they didn't give people more of a chance to see it because I think people would. Um, well, it's, there is to some extent, you know, um, I'm sure Funimation doesn't feel this way because their bread and butter is animated features, but I would say hand-drawn animation probably doesn't turn movie theater owners on very much. They probably go, really? You want to play what here? Say, yeah. So they sweeten the pot some. Say, you know, you could, what you can do is you can have one, one a day and everybody will want to see it and it'll be sold out and you'll make money and you'll be good, you know. So they probably, oh, yeah. they were probably able to get him to do that. But beyond that, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, they, nobody in the United States makes anything that's hand drawn. Nobody yeah. will show it. I mean, what do you mean you made a hand-drawn movie? That's for art houses. That's, that's you know, now it's, you know, we want the big 3D movies, you know, with tons of 3D animation and everything. That's what they want. That's that's yeah. what the, that's what the theater owners want. Yeah. So, well, because it's, I, I don't know. I mean, a lot of that's just somewhat, you know, corporate politics and what, you know, it's, um, what the general populace would want to see. I mean, granted, I mean that makes a lot of sense because you know the, the average moviegoer obviously isn't going to go and say, "Hey, let's go see Dragon Ball." Yeah, if they if they go through um, and they see you know Jurassic Park, Avengers, oh, yeah, yada yada yeah. yada, uh, Dragon Ball <laughs> yada, Z, yada, yada. that's it's going to look out of place to your average person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But to the people who you know, thanks to the internet and whatnot. They, I mean, here's what I know. I mean, I'm signed up to Funimation's website, and they were sending out emails for months now, saying, you know, that hey, you know, make this, help us make this into a big success. And obviously, that worked because, oh. you know, besides other stuff that they've done. Because here, here's what you would do. Uh, they, what they want is they want some points for themselves before they actually do say, sit down with them and say, now let's decide. How um, Attack on Titan is going to be released? Exactly, exactly. You know? Because that's not animated. That is a big deal, computer animated. I don't know if it's 3D. I don't think they do that in Japan, but uh, maybe they do. I don't know. Um, they who knows? Maybe they shot it in 3D. But um, you know, there's there's no way to know. But they get to sit down and they get to say, "Hey, this is a big deal." And we have it dubbed, so it's not like you know people can complain because it's in another language. And there's this nope, it'll be dubbed, and we did a real. Hopefully, they're doing a really good job with it. I so, hope so. So they're known yeah. for doing a good job, though, and I and can't imagine that they would drop the ball on this one because <laughs> this could I be mean, like hopefully not. This could be, you know, a tipping point for. I mean, you know, 
say what you will about Funimation. It could be a tipping point for them if they can if they can do this well, get it out there, and you know it be popular. You know, at least yeah. for that. Even if all they did was manage to squeeze in a seven day run, but you know had it playing normal, like you know you show up in the afternoon and it's on at. I don't know how long it is, so let's say, you know, first showings three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock, nine o'clock. If they could do that all week, you know, for for a week and then make a big splash, then that would be the game changer. Yeah. So well, I mean, I think that, I mean, I think you're totally right that this Dragon Ball Z was a way for them to kind of uh, put their big toe in the pool and and test the water temperature basically because i didn't expect it to be uh, as popular as it is i didn't either um i mean i i figured that and i mean there's a logic to this right because it's it's not a widespread release and so basically every otaku you know in the tri-state area may you know be they have to choose between maybe one or two theaters um yeah that, that's how it was for me um yeah, there were two literally two theaters that were you know reasonable for me to drive to. I mean, they were about each one's close to about an hour away, and um, so I mean, given that you you do have a lot of people coming from a good distance you know, to go see this thing. Yeah, but I definitely think they could have done more um, and still have done fabulous. You know, just even if it was just one more showing for every day that they did have it out. But you know, granted, I think that they're. Um, how, how do how do I want to say this? That I, I think everyone's going to be surprised that um, that this is a lot more popular than maybe what they thought it was going to be. Um, well, I know did, I was. I think that what they're doing is they're underestimating what's really going on because look at all of the conventions. I mean, the conventions are so well attended. And and you don't really yeah. hear much about it, but you hear gangbuster attendance at at you know so many of these things, and it makes you wonder because it, they don't just do animated TV series. I mean, you've you've seen their their say their top ten movie listings in Japan, and it seems like every every month there's something new in you know that's an animated. Series or animated movie of some type. It's either going to be something that's new or something that's based on, you know, something that's already been on television or 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 something. It's and it's always there. So it's not like it's you can't make any money off of it in Japan. They do it, you know. So everybody's interested in it. Everybody's going to the conventions. Everybody's getting hooked up with you know Crunchyroll and Funimation and watching watching it streaming online and it's sort of creeping up on everybody you know here yeah. it, here it comes you know and then comes something like you know a dragon ball z to make everyone go oh hey i mean you know this was hitting regular mainstream media you know this story was yeah i mean you you saw the 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 story that i put up on as the as the link as the as the source for for that was a forbes story forbes yeah, <laughs> that that's not generally known no. as an otaku publication. <laughs> no, so there's your there's your thing right there. So, yeah, I mean, and well, I'll just go ahead and get into it um, because this is connected. Um, the, the before the movie, um, they had this 
because you know you typically go to a movie and you know, they show all the big um, block <laughs> blockbuster flicks that they have coming out you know that maybe yeah. or may not be related to the movie you're seeing well this was a little different because um you know, they didn't show any of the blockbuster flicks coming out but they did show um you know like limited event uh, uh screenings of of movies or documentaries um and they played maybe four or five of those um but then Funimation had a, a little segment before the the actual movie uh in which they uh showed the previews coming out for their stuff so um recalling you know the last episode uh in the news roll we had the story about uh Funimation releasing the Psychopaths movie yeah and there was another one well the attack on titan so I mean, they actually showed the the trailers for the Psychopaths movie and of course the attack on titan and so I think um, that these will also the Attack on Titan definitely, but possibly even the psych, the Psychopath movie may get a limited screening like the Dragon Ball Z um, in theaters. Fingers crossed, of course. But I, I got to tell you um, about the movie. But then first, I want to tell you about the show. Okay, and and the show is different from the movie. And it just made everything magical and hilarious and um, magical. Okay, so <laughs> you tend to so, reiterate a lot, you know that. I I like to drive home my points, Matthew. <laughs> so what it is. It, it's it's not because I'm grasping for words and what I'm going to say next. <laughs> not at all. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. So so me and my brother go in and we sit down. And it's this awesome theater again. You know, they have the, the reclining seats, and they're all plush and leathery and amazing. And you know, there's always like with every group of guys that walks in, there's always you know one or two guys with the Dragon Ball Z shirts on. And so there's these like two thirty to forty year old guys that come in, and they're sitting I don't know uh, in front of us, maybe two or three rows, but they're kind of to the right of us, and they have their DSs out. And they're like playing Pokemon to like <laughs> like the very last second where the, they have to shut it down because the movie's starting. And, um, you know, it was just like you had all these like just waves and waves of otaku coming in and uh, to watch this movie. And it was it was great. But the best part, like, is, is that anytime there because there's tons of corny jokes in this movie, like every other Dragon Ball movie. And. You know, every time there's anything like remotely like that, these guys are like, ha 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 ha, you know. <laughs> and you hear this all throughout the movie. They're just like cracking up, dying, like laughing at these jokes that are just like, they're not funny, but you know they're supposed to be jokes, and I guess that's what makes them remotely funny. Yeah. Um, but they're just like, like over here dying, laughing um, at these little quips and, and and things all throughout the movie, which was which was great. And then, like, all throughout the fighting scenes, they're like, ooh, ah, get him, yeah, ooh. <laughs> I, I mean, you would think it's a title fight or something. In uh, <laughs> no other movie could you get away with that. People would be like, whoa, these guys are ruining the movie. But only at a screening of a Dragon Ball Z movie can, can the audience do this, and everyone's, like, perfectly fine with it because everyone's doing it. But uh, <laughs> that was the show. And, and the movie was like equally equally good. I, uh, I I'm not totally catched up on the the Dragon Ball Z universe. I guess you could say as 
far as all the plot lines for for everything. Uh, I'm yet to see Battle of the Gods, but even if you haven't seen Battle of the Gods like myself, they give enough background information to the um, to the characters of uh, Beerus, who is the, the god of death, and Whis, who is his assistant, that you figure out what's going on. So if you want to watch the movie and you haven't watched Battle of the Gods, um, you can piece it together. But you know, by the time you're listening to this, um, it's not going to be in theaters anymore, and you might as well just go watch Battle of the Gods first and then go watch Resurrection F. So, like, the, the opening scene for this movie was that, like, you're in hell, right? They take okay. you down to hell. Yeah. And, and hell is filled with these golden yellow flowers and magical teddy bears and fairies. And there's this big uh, cherry blossom tree. And hanging from the cherry blossom tree in a cocoon is Frieza. Okay. And, and and that's his punishment in hell is that he that he's like banished to this magical cherry sunshine place um for all eternity. So like his his like what remains of his army, like the remainder of his army, uh goes to Earth and they get the Dragon Balls and they awake Shinrong and they resurrect Frieza. And Frieza, you know, gets more power, he trains some gets a new form and he goes to enact his uh, revenge on Goku. And that's basically the entire movie. Okay. But that's typical. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. it's super typical. <laughs> it's basically like a long episode. Like, like all the other Dragon Ball Z movies. <laughs> well, that's, that's how, that's how they do it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the only, these days, how else are you going to do it? There's, there's not, I mean, you know, you could just keep it on TV all the time, you know. I can't. I can't remember which which one it was. Um, someone complained about this years ago when a Star Trek movie came out and said well, that was just like a long episode. And I was like, well, what do you expect? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You can either you know try and I mean, even if you try to make it more epic than it already is, what's that going to look like? I mean, yeah. And how is and is it really going to make it any better? No, not really. I mean, no. It just comes down to, you know, you get to be there. Here's here's what it comes down to. You get to be there with all of these guys that are going, oh yeah, oh get in exactly. laughing at the thing, yeah. So that, exactly, that's what it. That's exactly what that's all about. So you enjoyed it, and you liked all, pixels anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's all okay. good. Now, what else did you see? Uh, the same day, I went and saw the new Fantastic Four, which was. See now amazing. you're bragging. Now now you're starting to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Pixels. I've seen Resurrection F, and I saw. <laughs> but 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 you know, man, th- th- this is kind of weird because I went through such a long period where I, where I never went to the theater. Um, I just didn't go, and um, it's not that there weren't good movies coming out. Like I would go and see something if I really wanted to, but I don't know. I've, I've just been on a movie kick here here recently. Well, that's because, you know, there's, listen, they did Fantastic Four years ago. Everyone yeah. agreed that they, 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 it kind of sucked. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what else you can call it. You know, that it just didn't live up to what it ought to. Of course, that was when, that's that's what I like to call Marvel's nascent years, where it seemed like, yeah, we got these properties. We're trying to figure out what we're doing with them. You know, the pre-Josh Whedon years is what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. 
and they don't know what they're doing. You know, this is when this is when you make the first Hulk movie and flub it. You know, and then you know you get everybody all riled up, and then it's like, oh, that didn't. Oh, that was weird. You know, you know, that's our bad. You know, so, but but then you know now that Marvel's kind of got this street cred you know that disney's Disney's done okay for itself with this you know and it's and it's got everybody so much so that they can make ant-man you know and get away with it yeah you know so Uh, much so that netflix can have daredevil you know that kind of thing you know we've gotten to this point so fantastic four yeah looks like it might so what did you have to say about it well the key is is whether marvel actually owns the properties which, ironically enough, in, in this case, they don't. Um, I know they don't, but that's that, uh, actually that's not the point that I'm making. There's sort no, of a street no. cred there now, where yeah, yeah, yeah. it was sort of eh, iffy. Spider-Man, you know, in the day when they were doing that, yeah, Spider-Man's kind of big. You know, people. I mean, they know that it's Marvel, even though they don't care really what company's making it. But now there's sort of a of a it's there's a credibility to it. Yeah, there's a standard. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah. Once they started making, I think the, the Iron Man movies and then the Avengers. Yeah. Um, they they really had to up the ante, and um, but the, tell you what, man, this one delivered. Um, no yeah. joke. It is so much better, and it is it is a dead serious movie. Uh, it's dark. It's serious. It's story driven. There's not a whole lot of action. Um, in the movie at all. I mean, nothing really even happens that you could like call action until maybe halfway through the movie. But the story is so compelling, and it just really sucks you in. And it's it is an excellent rendition um, of the Fantastic Four story. Is there um, a lot of people there? Yeah, that, there was. Um, I, I saw that one at the at the. Small theater in my home in my hometown, so it's a false. Oh man, I can't talk. I just cut that out. I saw I saw Fantastic Four in a small theater in my hometown, so definitely didn't draw the crowds that the bigger theaters would. But it was it was pretty well full. Um, well, that's that's good enough. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. It's it's good. It's definitely worth your time. Okay, good. See, I was I was concerned about that because you know. Oh, they it, they redeemed it. They redeemed it. Good, good. Now now what they need to do is they need to do a good Hulk movie. Yeah. Which they set up for, or at least I think they did. They set up for at the end of Avengers. Because yeah, now, I think so too. Because well, see, because now the Hulk is sort of back in his traditional um, situation. You know where he's. He's no, you know, people are scared of him. They don't know what to make of him. I mean, it's kind of like that before, but you know, now after after this things that happened in you know Age of Ultron, now they can go back and say, you know, this is this is how. You know, I was trying to explain this to you know to Pastor Gary the other day, and he was like, I don't know how he was saying. You didn't read much Hulk when you were young, did you? He goes, No, I was in Iron Man. And I see, I like the Hulk because there's. Anybody that's sort of got a a temper, you know, and you know, you hear that sort of, you know, you got to keep that in check. You got to be careful, you know. So that's what that's really about, you know. Those times whenever you just lose it, you know, and uh, you know, you understand that. You you understand that kind of character, this kind of person that goes off and, you know, 
you get that. Um, it's just th- that's part of the reason why the the thing works. And you know, I can't I can't explain it to people. You've got to have actually understood where the Hulk comes from, what the what the point of the thing is. And I was I just a long time ago I gave up. The first, the second movie got close. Got kind of close. The first one, I don't even know what they were doing with that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just out there. Yeah. I can't even remember what it was about. Thankfully, the first one. But now they could like you know since they've got a direction since they kind of get it now like that's that's what I like. They had to in order to make it work, but you know there you go. Well, hey, speaking of direction, here's a little uh, a little piece you'll like from the uh, new Dragon Ball Z movie, right? Yeah. So in, in this Funimation bit, um, they had all the voice actors come on to like, play this game. It was Dragon Ball Z trivia. Yeah. And guess who does the, the uh, voice of Bulma? I don't know who. Your, your, your favorite voice actress, Monica Rial. Oh, here he goes. He's outing me on the air because I've told him that. I highly Actually. admire Monica Rial. She's she is very good at her job. And by admire, <laughs> you mean I think she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that means you think she's hot, and you're crushing on well, her. Well, now see, that's the thing is, I'm crushing on a voice. See, because oh, okay. right offhand, I couldn't tell you what she looks like. I'd have to look it up again. She's close. Well, she she's closer. She's she's well. That's the thing is she's not young either. She's been doing this for a no, long time. No, she's closer no. to my age and yours. So that's true. So get off. Just get away from. <laughs> Buzz off. <laughs> she's mine. <laughs> maybe maybe she'll want to rob this cradle, man. Hulk know. smash! Hulk smash! <laughs> Go away! Oh, So she stole your heart too, huh? Now you now you yeah, get it. Yeah. Now yeah, I, you get it. Now I understand. All the explanation in the world was not going to explain why Monica Rial rules. But yes. now you get it. Okay. She rules my heart. <laughs> I mean I mean the 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 dub. She rules the dub. That's that's what I meant to say. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> you know yeah. we may not have a lot of listeners yet. But when this goes out there, everybody can hear you say Yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That may not be... That'll either be good or bad for us. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that's what I said. So she... That, but that's actually true. It's, but it's, it's interesting that, you know, you get to do that because... In Japan, they do that all the time. They they crush on on the voice actresses. They don't even know what they look like. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the the whole interesting angle. Maybe see, you're not a real an otaku. You know, we talk about American otakus, or we talk about there's an otaku in the United States. From what I understand, you wouldn't actually be an otaku if you didn't have a crush on a voice actress someplace. Oh. It's bad enough that you can have a crush on an anime character. But, you know, if you haven't gone and stood in line for hours and hours to not just get the chance to talk to a voice actor or voice actress, but have them record a line for you. Hey, 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 you know who did that? Who? This guy right here. Oh, you've done that? Yeah. 
We we played it all night. I think. Oh, three? but that was but now nah, you see nah, you you had him do something that says to the to the effect of and you're listening to Angel Repair Juice. Wait, wait, we that's gotta dig not, out that audio. That's this, not man. what I'm talking about. Oh, no, no, no. You have them record something personal. Oh, personal. Uh huh. That's that why. was interpersonal. It see, was for me and you and all the fans. See, here's what you do. If you're if you are now if you now think very highly of the skills of Monica Rial, then what you need to do is you need to <laughs> you need you need to go and watch Watamote because Monica Rial plays in that one. And there's a scene where she Bye. goes where there's a scene where she goes to stand in line to have you know, a line recorded by a voice actor, you know, a young guy, you know. And then she gets the recording and all that stuff and then she thinks that it's so amazing she's got the little player there because she she has him record some big long thing, you know. <laughs> and and she's playing it back and then she decides to edit it in with her voice and some other little bits and pieces of him speaking in games and anime and stuff and creates something very embarrassing. So you could, you know, I, I actually cannot recommend that show, but I can't stop you from watching it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know that's, about it, right? That's there, how right? that's 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 how that's how it rolls. <laughs> I can't recommend it, but I can't stop you from watching it either. So there. <laughs> so since you are now totally enamored with the absolute professionalism of Monica Rial then there you go. Uh, so you're saying I, I've arrived. You've arrived. You, I've, you've, I'm you've, arrived. You've come very close. Now, now here's oh, what man. happens. The, the next time there's a big convention in town, you'll be going down the list right there, and it'll say, oh, and Monica Riol, and you'll be like, uh-oh, oh, uh-oh. Where's my digital recorder? Gotta find it, gotta find it. This won't be Where's for Angel Repair at? Juice. This will be for something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, oh, man. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's, you know, I, I think, I think we have. Shown... We're making fun of some stuff for one thing, but you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, b- between this and the William Shatner hug pillow, man, we're just showing how professional we are here. Yeah, we're at the, ARJ. We are the. Well, that's because listen, there have been anime podcasts before in the past but you can forget about all of them this one is the one <laughs> this is the one where we start off with a premise and never get around to it this is exactly <laughs> because because that's how that's how these kind of programs go so yeah all right so let me see here we and here's a you know point of order you know for angel repair juice sometimes we have show notes but i think we reached the end of the show notes i believe we have matthew i I think we did so i didn't other than working on all of this stuff i didn't think about adding anything other other than to say that i am still at seven and counting and they are all still awesome i haven't had to drop a single one yet (laughs) from the season you know oh yeah from from the summer season (laughs) <laughs> do, do you ever tune into uh, Makaro no Danshi? No. You never <laughs> why would watch I do, Why Dan- would I do that? 
Not even one episode, man. No, why would I do that? Fine, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't blame you. <laughs> no, now if Monica Real was a voice actor on there, you would, you would tune in. Yeah, but I, for some reason, I don't think that. I mean, unless you're saying there's more to it than just the premise that you put out there or what the show description said. I mean, three minutes. It's a three minute show, three minute long program, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's three minutes long. Basically, it's a guy talking to you. Do you, if it's first person, like I'm thinking, first person, you, the 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 eyes that you're looking out of never actually speak. No. Okay, so it's just guys talking. Well, that, yeah, that's that's true. Okay, well, see, if a guy's yeah. not talking to me about a girl, then I don't know what I'm going to do with that because that's. Just... Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good, good point. <laughs> you know what? This is yeah. the last bastion of of you know people who say, you know, try to say that you know, um, oh how they, I don't even know how they put this. Um, you're intolerant or whatever. It's like I, I don't. Okay, then I, I guess I'm intolerant of mollusks too because I don't like mollusks either. I've, I just there's all there's all sorts of things that I've eaten over the years. And that's one of them that I just won't ever eat again. It just, I che- no matter how much I chewed it, it just did, didn't, it just wasn't going down. So I just never, never went there again. So there you go. That's kind of like angel repair juice. It's kind of, yeah, because you can that's, chew on it for a long time and it never goes down. That's, what a better way to, to cap off the episode than that, Matthew. Okay. So here's what we'll do. Um, just a little hook, uh, because we were going to talk about this, about people right. having their anime reviews on here. Um, I can't remember. Did we even work out any details for that yet? I think you, you put really. something in here. Um, let's see. Contact. Uh, that's, that's, uh, uh, I know it was here somewhere. Or maybe it wasn't. Listener participation, get your anime review on Angel Repair Juice. The whole idea is, um, like, one individual came on um, um, the um, in the group, the Facebook group, the, uh, more than a couple of times, and said, now here's an anime that I watched, and I thought that it was really good, and explained why. That kind of person could conceivably make a recording. We're not really too concerned about what the quality of the recording is. Just if you did a good job... Of of doing the review, then that would count, and you would get the, to be. Go ahead. Not not too good of a job here, Matthew. Because yeah, you I don't want Nobody can know. do. Nobody can do as well as we can. Yeah, and, and I mean, let's face it. We've set the bar pretty low here. So, <laughs> um, basically, pretty we low. Want to, we want you to do a crappy job from the outset to make it not, not to make us crappy. look good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So with the exactly. bar. If the bar is is you know at already at one inch, yours needs to be at half inch. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about right. It's about all, well, that's about all we got for so. So by all means, if you feel like doing that, then send us an email at angelrepairjuicepc at gmail dot com. Angel Repair Juice. It's spelled like it sounds. Angel Repair Juice PC at gmail dot com. And that's how you can get in touch with us, and you can actually say anything you want. Just don't make us cry, okay? Just yeah. whatever you do, don't make us cry. But you are allowed to enjoy yourself whenever you're listening to the program. So my name has been Matthew Pancake. My name's Henry Bolt. And come and listen to us again on another edition pretty soon of Angel Repair Juice.